Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 145 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And in today's episode, we're continuing with our Ask the Women series. This is the second out of our three-part episode mini-series. And what I decided to do is to talk to women from around the world. These are not just North American answers. And I asked them three questions that were essentially looking at what is keeping them the most stuck in their weight release journey, not feeling confident, not loving what they see in the mirror. And now I'm breaking down the most popular answers for you and giving you a different way to look at it, giving you a way to reframe it. Because if you also share some of those beliefs and some of those limitations, then I want to expand your horizons and give you other ways to look at things. In episode 144, in case you missed it, which was the first one of this mini-series, I asked women what were their biggest frustrations. And then I went through and organized them into sort of categories of frustrations. And I gave you a, a reframe, a different perspective on them. So if you missed that, make sure after you finish this one that you go back and listen to the one just below number 144. Today, the question that I asked that we're going to go over is what do they perceive to be the one missing thing that's keeping them stuck and unable to release the weight for good? So if you've been in this boat and you've tried different diets and it keeps, you know, the weight keeps either coming back or you never get to release the last 10, 20 pounds, whatever it is for you, let's just see if maybe you resonate with some of these answers and hopefully some of the different ways that I will offer for you to look at it could be helpful to you as well. The first category of answers that came up often, so I put that as number one, is the amount of overwhelming, conflicting information out there. And some of them also feel that the misinformation, all the contradictory info, this is good, this is bad, and putting a lot of that duality in terms of labeling food as good for you, bad for you, that type of thing, as well as not knowing which direction to follow, what foods to actually eat and so on is what keeps them stuck. So it's basically that overwhelm because the path is not clear. And I think, and I wanted to start with this one because this one is very important. And unfortunately, (laughs) that is the truth of what has happened over the last many years and decades in the weight loss space that different Diets become popular and a lot of, I would say, selective research gets shown in order to justify a point. And I know that that can be very confusing and very difficult. So what I propose is that no matter what it is that you tried or are about to try, that you stay away as much as possible from diet labels. And that can be a little tricky and hard for some of you, but hear me out. 
labels aren't helpful no matter what it is, even positive labels. Anytime we label ourselves, we limit ourselves. And I feel the diet labels anywhere from vegan to keto, even if you eat mostly plant-based, even if you eat mostly good fats, lower carb, whatever it is that you do, once you box yourself too deeply into a diet label, it becomes very difficult because then whatever information that doesn't match that, we start to perceive as bad and we start to label foods and we get really deep into this rabbit hole that can be really hard to escape from. And if you are actually paying attention to your body and how it's responding, your energy levels and all those things, sometimes we almost have this self-fulfilling prophecy (laughs) and we sometimes try to get confirmation of our label, diet label choice and ignore what our body is trying to tell us. And I think in a way, a a more helpful approach is to, and this is how I do in my program, the weight release shift, we work with guidelines of what is healthiest, proven on science for women over 40, without any label attachments. So there is no real theory that we're trying to prove or confirm, but instead we look at what is out there in general, and then we borrow what is good from all the different aspects. So from the plant-based world, from the healthy fats world, and we start borrowing the most helpful concepts rooted on what the evidence is out there without limiting ourselves with a diet label. And on top of it, we start looking beyond the scale at what is your body trying to tell you objectively and subjectively so that we can actually compile all this data and see is this eating style actually improving my quality of health and my well-being. And I think that's a much more helpful way because if anytime you're trying to find out what are the right foods, the wrong foods, the best foods, that can be so different depending on who you are and your hormonal status and your you know, previous history of all sorts of things that you may have gone through. So it's never going to be a clear black and white answer. And anytime you try to put yourself in this box, that is when things get very confusing and overwhelming. Okay. So I like to, you know, when I say when you eat real food, nature does all the math for you. So there is a way to simplify. And that is really part of what I hope to be able to help you and the women that I work with do so. The second category of answers, and this one, I think it's also very popular, that the women said that the one thing that they believe is holding them back is not seeing results, maybe after the initial little bit, not seeing results, therefore feeling unmotivated, what is the point? And this is interesting because this is a little bit more really heavily on the mindset aspect of the journey, right? But also has a lot to do with the goals and what you're setting as the objective of the journey. I feel that maybe in your 20s and 30s, making the way to go on, you know, in whatever speed of whatever weeks you want to drop, it, it may be fine. But when we get over 40, we get into midlife and then into postmenopause, it becomes a lot more difficult to predict how quickly your body's going to shift because our hormones are going to be going through a transition. The whole physiology in your body is going to shift a little bit and for some women quite a bit. And I feel that if we are looking at external numbers or having this expectation that it's going to you know, be quickly and we're going to be able to completely transform our bodies in whatever, four or five weeks that we see a lot of times in marketing claims and advertising, 
it just leads to a very unhealthy relationship with our bodies. So a way that I feel is a lot more helpful is to tap into your inner motivation. And inner motivation is very specifically, or it can be activated when you set a goal that is actually inspiring to you, but also that is in your control. Because you cannot, unfortunately, control the speed that you release weight naturally. But what you can control is the actions you take towards the goal and making the goal meaningful to you. A lot of times, the actual number on the scale, the weight is not a helpful goal, it's a consequence. But finding something else, for example, having the stamina to run, a, run around with grandchildren, to have the mobility to be able to travel the world once you've retired and do whatever you want without you know, having to manage your energy levels because you're tired all the time. Whatever the goal is for you, as long as it, it, it is set properly so it's meaningful and within your control, I think it becomes a lot more enjoyable because then every little step in the journey, you get healthier and healthier and healthier. And if you make that the goal to give you the outcomes you want, the weight eventually catches up. I do believe that any type of weight loss resistance can be properly managed. The problem is the implementation is not like knowledge. And a lot of women get stuck because the scale doesn't move at the speed that they are used to or expect. And then they kind of get in their heads and then it all falls apart. So if you are interested in assistance with this, stick around until the end because I have something exciting to share with you. But tapping into that inner motivation is absolutely accessible to you. And I teach lots of tools and there's other episodes on this podcast as well that you can check out after that we talk about motivation in great detail. The third area that I heard a lot of women talk about and in terms of what is the one thing they believe is keeping them stuck and their weight release stuck is a lack of self-control, especially when there's too much going on in their lives. And this one came up in different forms. So I combine it into this one category because a lot of times when we feel we don't have self-control, one aspect of the problem is that we're blaming ourselves, right? And if you look at the world we live in with the hyper-convenience focus and highly palatable meals, we're basically living in an environment that doesn't match what our genetic potential was designed for. We are not designed to be in chronic stress levels all day, pushing ourselves like crazy, with caffeine or whatever stimulants and then refilling our bodies with crappy, you know, fast food full of, you know, hydrogenated fats and bad carbs or bad carbs as in bad quality carbs, like refined carbs. That is not the environment that us humans are designed to thrive in. So self-control I don't even think that is so much the problem. The problem is the stressful lifestyle and the circumstances that you find yourself in. However, if those are the circumstances, what do we do? And I have another episode that I want to link to this and I want to tell you about it. It's episode number nine. So you're going to have to go back a couple of years of really scroll down to the bottom on this podcast. And the episode number nine is called Is Having Discipline Overrated. And I wanted to 
bring this up because I want you to start looking at self-control and discipline for a different angle. I don't believe it's about controlling yourself in the sense of wanting something and not doing it. It's almost That is almost the equivalent to holding this rubber band and putting tension on it. You can at the beginning, but then your muscles will get start to shake and get tired and it's gonna, you're going to have to release it at some point. What I think is much more helpful is to find tools to actually tap into that inner choosing of what is best for you and why. And again, it goes back to that inner motivation and having properly aligned goals. Because if the goal is incredibly inspiring to you, you become unstoppable. The problem is we set weight loss goals that are not inspiring, doing a laundry list of things that we'd rather not do. So no wonder it is feels like climbing a mountain. So go back to episode nine after this one is having discipline overrated. Give it a listen and let's start looking at self-control and discipline from a completely different angle. So you start to release the guilt and really find that empowerment within you to do the things you want in your own terms. And the final answer that I wanted to share with you, a group of answers of the women that answered the question, what is the one big thing you believe is holding you back? And can you see that, you know, lack of knowledge is not really the problem here. And I believe it's probably not yours either. You probably know a lot. You probably tried a lot. It's about discernment, which was the first answer. It's overwhelming the information of conflicting information in the field of health and wellness, Number two was lack of motivation, which happens if we're setting the wrong goals and looking at the wrong direction, as opposed to internally, we're looking externally. Number three, we talked about self-control and the whole fact that discipline is overrated and it's not so much about controlling yourself, but it's more about understanding that your environment is not conducive of health and what can we do to overcome it. But number four and I think it's an interesting one here. And the answers were around the the problem of the fear of it not knowing if you put all this effort, resources, money, if you're going to get the results. And one of them, she, and I actually highlighted this in my notes, she says, is this even literally possible? Quoting word by word. And what is interesting here is that she said she much rather eat delicious food. And if it happens to be good for her, that's great. But she just feels she's putting out this effort, potentially eating food she doesn't even like with no guarantees or results. And that is what demotivates her and keeps her stuck. So a couple of points that I want to mention here and quoting Dr. Phil Stutz, like one of the things that, and he's quite brilliant. So if you haven't read his books, like the tools, uh, that's one of the titles I really recommend. But anyways, uh, one of the things he talks about is that in life, a couple of things to expect is constant work and no guarantees. And I know this is part of the human condition. And I know that drives most of us crazy, especially if we're people that like results and like to be in charge and know that our efforts will turn into something tangible. But unfortunately, and that is true for everything in life, like there's no real guarantees. So what I prefer to do, first of all, in terms of is this possible? I do believe that anything is possible as long as you believe it is and you do the steps required, right? So my my job and my work and my work and my program is to help women, one, believe and two, follow the steps that are best tailored for their needs. But if you're in a place right now that you're trying to do this by yourself or you're not sure how to start, I think it's really important to know that if you make the goal 
again, the number on the scale, how many pounds you're going to lose by whatever time frame, that becomes so difficult that your mind is going to call BS. <laughs> That's just what it is. Your mind is going to look and say, this is not very probable. Therefore, it's going to make it harder and harder for you to believe you can do it. Instead, what I suggest If you make whatever you want possible by setting goals that you actually can achieve that are in control and immediate. So for example, instead of losing 20 pounds in a month, you can say that, um, which may be like a a crazy goal. You can say that maybe what you're going to do is drink X glasses of water and move 30 minutes a day for the next month, like something that every day you do that action, check, 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 right? And that is very much what I propose you do rather than setting crazy numbers that you don't even know if your body physiologically is capable of achieving whatever you're asking for. And the reason why this is important is that if you can prove to your mind that the steps towards the big wall are things that you can control, you start to believe it. And the more you believe it, it becomes this sort of like, you know, exponentially grows in speed and intensity, and then you become able to actually move to the next level and the next level in that belief scale. The other side, without needing guarantees, because like I just said, they actually don't exist. And the other aspect of it too, so when she answered that question by saying, you know, she wants to eat delicious food, and if it's good for her, great, but she wants to eat delicious food, The other thing I wanted to point out for you is that life is a matter of exchange. Everything in life is a trade-off of some kind, right? We're always trading something for what we want, either time, resources, attention, intention, friends, whatever it is that you have. And we need to ask ourselves, what price are you willing to pay for what you want? Because if you want to, you say you want to lose weight, but you're not willing to pay any of the quotations costs associated with the actions and the effort that you have to do for that exchange, then the the better question to ask is, do you really want to, right? Because if we set fantasies rather than tangible goals, we're always going to feel stuck and self-sabotage. So one of the things that I like to help women do is have radical you know, clarity and radical honesty in terms of what we want. Because if you're not getting the result you desire, it is simply because there is a hidden agenda going on. There is a cost of some kind, either material, emotional, or otherwise, that we are not willing to pay. So let's uncover that. We basically put it all on the table. And then you look again and decide, do I really want this? Because if you make a true decision we're clear about the fears, we're clear about what is holding you back, and you have the strategies in the way, then you become unstoppable. And that is really what I want you to be able to look at your own fears, discern, separate things, and do it anyways, right? To get the results you want. So as I said, I have something very special coming up. And if you're listening to this episode in the future afterwards, no problem, it's still going to be available to you. Uh, just not live, but I'm doing a live brand new workshop uh, on the belly fat solution, showing you a different way to look at belly fat in midlife. And it is a two hour value packed workshop that you're going to leave one understanding why is belly fat such a concern after we turn 40 and beyond. Two, what to do about it, some of the strategies and so on. And three, we're going to start putting things into action and implementing them. So if you're curious, even just to learn more or to join us for this two-hour workshop, 
please go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash bellyfat and you can read a little bit more about it, look at everything included, bonuses and so on. And I look forward to seeing you if you're coming, joining me live or to supporting you if you are finding this episode after we record it. The replay is going to be available and you're able to join even after the fact. So it is this for today and I will see you next Friday for part three of our three-part series on asking the women their big weight loss questions so that I can give you a new perspective on how to shift the struggle and release weight your way. I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.